In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. We don't know exactly when Jesus was born, whether it was in September or December or March or May. The Christmas text does not tell us. So if we are going to have to have a birthday, then we've got to pick a date. But which date and why? The church saves Christmas for the darkest part of the year. That makes sense because in the church we know who we are. We are the lost, the cold, and the troubled. We are sinners who are broken and dark. We know this so well that darkness is the very first thing we say about ourselves every Sunday. Most merciful God, we confess that we are, by nature, sinful and unclean. We know this so well. The church saves Christmas for the darkest part of the year. Almost. As any visiting Druids, Pagans, Vikings, or guests from Kate Erickson's solstice party know, the winter darkness peaks on December 21st. So Christmas Day, December 25th, is really the winter solstice plus four. At first it may not be obvious, but those extra days do make a difference. The plus four means that we have now turned a corner that each day of winter now is just slightly brighter than the last. The plus four means that our deepest longing is about to be satisfied and that we are very close to welcoming the light. This is one of the reasons we surround ourselves with candles in the church even during the day. Each candle proclaims that Jesus Christ is the light of the world, the light no darkness can overcome. You heard it a moment ago in the Gospel of St. Luke. Tonight the heavens burst with divine splendor, another word for light, with angels and glory and joy and peace and the message that this holy light is now born of Mary. We always draw big crowds tonight because deep down we love this story. The notion that God chose a virgin to bear his son as a way of showing his love and concern for us has magnificent appeal. It tells us that even when we are lost and cold and undone, we are still worth something. And in fact, we are still worth saving. Christmas is God's way of saying that he still wants to know us. And he dearly wants us to know him. And trust him. And love him. And follow him through life. Even in the chaotic and difficult times. Tonight we can feel it. 
his light is all around us. But letting his story have his way with us beyond tonight, beyond the plus four of Christmas Day. Letting his story have its way with us each day, all year long. That is the hard part. Despite the warmth and the kindness of this light, I know that sometimes in the darkness it is difficult to believe. I know that sometimes in the darkness of sickness or conflict or layoff or betrayal or death, it can be very hard to hold on. Sometimes in the darkness when every next move seems wrong, we can become so paralyzed that we just will not trust anything or anybody. But in the darkness, we can still hear. In the darkness, we can still hear the voices of angels and prophets and apostles and martyrs and saints. In the darkness, we can still hear the voice of our Blessed Virgin Mother cooing her son into the new world and the voice of that Christ child calling back to her and to us, calling us to Bethlehem. They are voices that bid us to a safer place, to experience what is certainly the most profound joy on earth, the joy that God has now become one of us and he is for us. Even in the deepest darkness, we have nothing to fear from a child and especially from this child. Come close tonight then and listen. And no matter what, hold on to what he says. Do what he says. Hold on to his viva vox, his living voice that scatters the darkness and blesses us with light. His voice lets us believe again. Sometimes in the darkness, it can be difficult to hope. A few years ago, there was a study done on stress and death the researchers found that it's not the stress that kills you. It's the stress that has no end that kills you. That makes sense. Darkness has a way of erasing the way forward, and so a way of erasing our future. And without a future, we are, in fact, hopeless. But then comes the plus four. Every newborn child has the power to instill hope. And this child has that power uniquely. His birth tonight gives fresh energy to our lives. When God does good to us, especially a good so powerful and personal as becoming one of us, 
it not only consoles and heals us, but it also raises the possibility. It raises the hope that we too might do good again. Suddenly in Christ's presence and in his light, our eyes are drawn up and out to look beyond ourselves, to live beyond ourselves, to see and to be the person, the family, the community, the church that we could be in him. His birth is our future. His birth is our way forward. His birth is our fresh start. He comes, he calms, he speaks, he touches, he forgives. He heals, he restores, he energizes. He leads us out of our troubles. He lights the way. His birth lets us hope again. Sometimes in the darkness, it can be very difficult to love. Time and distance are the enemies of love. So tonight, if you feel forgotten, even in the midst of this large crowd, tonight, if you feel all alone and unloved, it is going to be very difficult for you to leave here and love anybody else. It's basic stuff. You can't give what you haven't got. But Christmas is a tale of ravishing, selfless, overwhelming love. He didn't need to bother. He didn't need you or me. Jesus was happy and complete all by himself. But for you and for me, God does the unthinkable. Tonight he hides his splendor in the humility of flesh and blood. And he comes seeking those who once left him, forgotten and all alone and unloved in Eden. Tonight, by laying himself defenseless in our arms, to do with as we please. He takes the risk to close the gap so no one ever be left alone again. That little bow at, and he became man during the creed, hardly does all this justice. With a selfless love that moves from Mary to the manger to the cross for the life of the world, he comes back again tonight to reclaim everyone who has ever lost their way home. Very simply, his goal is you. His goal is having all of you home again with him this Christmas. And Jesus would do any gospel thing to make that happen. It is a majestic love.
And it is being loved like that that lets us love again. So tonight with the plus four, everything has changed. Tonight, what was promised is finished in him. What is sinful is forgiven in him. What is broken is mended in him. What is scattered is gathered in him. Tonight on the solstice plus four, the divine light is rising in the flesh and blood of the Christ child and now again in the flesh and blood of the Holy Eucharist, scattering the darkness, drawing us to a stronger faith, stirring in us a greater hope, energizing us to love God and training us to once again love each other. And after tonight, nothing, quite happily, can go on as it did before. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.